0: Good morning and welcome to Monday, April 27th, the start of a brand new week for me as I think about an often spoken phrase, it is better to give than to receive. Well, like so many of our culture's common sayings, this one too comes from the Bible in Acts 20 where the Apostle Paul says, in everything I showed you that by working hard in this manner you must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And you know what's really interesting about that word, friends, is that Paul quotes Jesus saying something that you won't find him saying otherwise in any of the four Gospels. Yet if you know anything about Christ's character, you have no trouble knowing that he actually said it. So that begs the question for you and for me, if someone was to quote us saying that, I wonder if anyone else would believe we said it. That's the question this week as we explore the truth about giving on the Word on Wellness with Chris Hughes, Giving the Glory. I'm Bo Ellis. I'm coming to you live from the Christ Across America studios in Tampa and joining me from a lovely La Quinta Inn in Fort Myers by cell phone is your own Chief Wellness Instigator, Chris Hughes. Good evening, Chris. What's going on?
1: Hey, Bo, Uh, just uh, working away down here in Southwest Florida. Hope you're having a good
0: day. Well, working and serving, and that's what this show is about this week, is your blog this week on 1010wellness.com, we welcome you listeners to check that out, was on giving and on volunteering and serving. And it really prompted us this week to take a look at, you know, the heart of Jesus and in the heart of a guy out on a Saturday morning bike ride uh, with these funny-looking people in orange vests. Tell us a little bit about that blog piece and, and set this up for us.
1: Okay, Bo. Well, uh, the, the, the name of the blog piece was "Tis Better to Serve Than to Be Served. And the blog is actually 1010 Talk, which you can find from the 1010 Wellness website. At any rate, we've got a pretty common ride that leaves from my house in Northwest Bradenton. And we will shoot out Highway 64, which is also known as um, the causeway when you get out west. And it'll take you over Palmasola Bay, one bridge, and then you'll be on the Perico Island, and then you jump over another bridge which takes you over the intercoastal, and now you're on Maria Island. And from there we go north to the very northern tip of the island and uh, come to a uh, A restaurant called Rotten Ralphs, and we go back. Anyway, I've done that ride a bunch of times. It's a fantastic ride. I love it. I I, I would much rather do something like that, even uh, during the week uh, in the morning. You know, it's about a 21 miler, which may sound like a lot, but to cyclists, that's uh, you know, it's a little over an hour, maybe an hour and a half if you're taking it easy. And um, at any rate, uh, it's, it's beautiful. We see a lot of wildlife. Whenever we go. This time, though, this, uh, this Saturday when we went out, we encountered four different crews. And, and, and actually, we came across the first bunch, and this was um, out on Manatee Avenue. They were in orange vests, and they had their little trash picker-upper <laughs> devices so you don't have to bend over, and they were stuffing them into bags. And we thought, hey, that's terrific. And we encouraged them and said, way to go. And, and uh, we just kind of went about our way. And then we came up upon another group And then finally another group, and so we just knew something had to be going on. And then as we rode back into Bradenton, or real close to my house, we came upon uh, still another group, and we had to stop and ask, and it turned out that they were, um, all these groups were participating in Coastal Cleanup Day, which is kind of a, I guess, a Florida effort. And it was just fantastic, and it, it, it just made me thankful for all the volunteers that exist and it made me think about, you know, just how how great our world is as a result of volunteers. And then it, you know what it is says, for me,
0: Chris? It's it's like you never really notice the BMW on the road until you get one yourself. And I think it's often the case that the folks who notice the volunteers and those folks who are serving often are the folks who themselves are are serving and giving them themselves and. And in your blog, you you kind of go there in the fact that you yourself uh, were working at a uh, what was it a run or something you were, you were yeah there
1: was a 10k race the next morning that I volunteered to help direct a little bit of running traffic
0: and then you talked us about the folks that are serving at your church and all of a sudden you look around and it's like what are all these people doing uh, giving and serving and um, you know why aren't they just being selfish pigs like the most of us and and just trying to get what they can get for themselves. And I think the answer is from Mark 10, 45 the NIV, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give His life as a ransom for many. And you think about that, and you don't really get it until you get it. So my question to you today is, Chris, I know Jesus Christ is my Lord, and I invited Him into my life and into my heart. and you know, every day I'm a kind of a Galatians 2.20 guy, you know, checking my Holy Spirit meter and trying to make sure that I'm filled with Him. And that starts with being in the Word daily, at least for me. But the question for you today is, Chris, what in the world does all that have to do with wellness? And why are we doing a wellness show today about volunteerism?
1: Well, I guess we could say there's a couple of, of, of connections. Um, one being a, a guy who enjoys fitness. I've been encouraged by others to volunteer for uh, helping at races and things like that. So there is, just within the the fitness community, there are opportunities for us to give back and and to serve those other people that are participating in races just by giving them a cool drink of water or clapping on the side and encouraging them with a, a way to go and uh, I think that's a great way to glorify God by, by um, just being encouragement to folks at a race or, or uh, some event like that. Another thing, or I guess you could say another discovery I had, and I and I touched on this in the blog piece, both is um, volunteering for coastal cleanup or the um, the 10K race. But I did; those are great. We all need to volunteer and sign up. And, and, and prepare for those and put those on our calendar. But the real service comes when it's not on the calendar and we haven't prepared for it. And it's in those moments of decision that we really demonstrate our faithfulness uh, to the Lord. And that's where I fall short so often. Um, and, and in the blog piece, I referred to the story of the Good Samaritan from, uh, from Luke. And uh, we, we know that story well, but um, so often I find I'm not a good Samaritan or I'm not taking care of my neighbor because maybe I'm too busy or preoccupied or um, uh, whatever the case may be. And, and in certain of those situations, I don't even see the need that's out there.
0: Well, you know, that brings me back, Chris, to this idea at Christ Across America is about creating awareness. For the ministries and, and missionaries that are getting it done in the tough places and local communities and i'm thinking that the good samaritan in luke is really a, the core idea for our ministry that you know the the priest walked by on one side and the, the the church leader walked by on the other and the samaritan of all people you know the jews thought that the samaritans were just low lives but he stopped and jesus used that uh, as a story uh, to tell this, this teacher of the law, this, this Pharisee, that, to, to illustrate for him that you know, if the Samaritan stopped and helped the guy who was you know, left for dead. And it just reminds me, Chris, of a thought that as we're out training, and we're out trying to be well, and we're using fitness as a platform for us for ministry, There are a lot of people out there using fitness and wellness uh, for selfish reasons. And you and I have talked, Chris, even about uh, selfishly wanting to just feel great. But at the end of the day, I think when the rubber hits the road, we're out there training to try to better equip ourselves to be ready for those situations that God would put in front of us. And I know you've written a lot in your blog piece about the things that God has shown you from the seat of a bicycle, and I've seen a lot of things too. But it really comes down to perspective for me. And I thought while you were talking, I thought about what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13. He said, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. And I think this idea of serving and giving and volunteering is really an illustration of, of the maturity uh, that you or me or, or our friends or our neighbors can reach when they finally realize that it's better to give than to receive. So thanks for bringing that to the show today. That really fires me up, and I hope we can encourage some of our running and swimming and riding friends to really relook at the reason they're on that bike, and moreover, Even if you're in the middle of a time trial uh, training or something, if you see somebody busted on the side of the road, I mean, let's get off the bike. Let's see where God would put us and let's see how God can use us. And let's respond when that door is opened. And um, I wonder, Chris, if you could talk with me a little bit about that, um, that sunset or sunrise ride you did when you saw the old couple sitting there and it really touched you that moment and I wonder what God was speaking to you then about your perspective on things
1: wow that's a blast from the past Bo but uh thanks for remembering that and that was actually on the exact same ride my Rotten Ralph's ride where I was um, um and gosh this story almost brings tears to my eyes and it's one of those things that maybe you had to be there to appreciate it but um I was riding um, out, and and I guess you could say, in the distance, I could see the sun just coming up, and the rays were um, were just pointing up into the sky in such a beautiful way that only God could create. And it was an amazing sunrise. And pulled over on the side of the road. um, There's some parking that overlooks the, um, I guess you could say, the mouth of the. Manatee River opens up into Tampa Bay. Anyway, it's a great place to park to watch the sunrise. And there was a pickup truck there and um, it was an elderly couple and there was a woman there who it, it just appeared that she was almost being propped up so that she could see the sunrise. And uh, I didn't notice that as I rode past, but when I turned around turned around and came back and I, the, the door was open, I was able to kind of more clearly see um, just how she was seated in there. And it was, it, it, it was apparent that her husband, who was in, in better shape, um, had taken her there so she could, you know, appreciate and enjoy a uh, sunrise. And gosh, what a gift that was, not only to a sunrise, but to, to see someone um, um, just taking appreciation for just that gift of uh, a new day.
0: Well, it's a husband serving his wife and volunteering uh, yep. in a way where she's unable, and he is. And that's really the point. If we're physically fit and working toward fitness and, and wanting to be that well person, it would be a shame if we did all that just for our own selfish, selfish gain. Um, there are those who, who need us to step up and to, to lift them up, to be their strength, to be their eyes, to be their feet. And Christ calls us to be that. And I just wonder, like like I said in the open, is is are they talking about me and you? If somebody was to say that, is, does it describe your character? And where are those places where you say, you know what, Bo, yeah. Yeah, I am doing that. And I am serving him. You know, my buddy Casey in South Carolina is, is up there on his uh, Little League field with his boys, and, and that's kind of his way of serving his family. And glorifying God is that he wants to be that coach and to, to mentor and to be that uh, maybe a tangent in the road for those boys to get them going down a path that is, um, that is righteousness. And Christ is the truth, and we know that through his word. Chris, I wanted to talk about Jesus in John 13. It's funny that in all the three other Gospels at this point of the Last Supper, Jesus does a communion uh, with, with the disciples. What John recorded was, was this in John 13.1. It was just before the Passover feast. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and to go to the Father, having loved his own and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you do not realize what I'm doing, but later you'll understand. And Chris, it's interesting that Peter said, he said, Jesus, you you can't wash my feet, you're the Lord. And Jesus said, Peter, if I can't wash your feet, then I can't have anything to do with you. And of course, I'm paraphrasing, but Peter said to Jesus then, he said, then wash my whole body, wash all of me. I think that's really a story along with the Good Samaritan that speaks to my heart uh, about this topic, that Jesus was the model. And here is God, the creator of the universe, come to earth as a man not just to show us what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to love each other, but he modeled it in a perfect life, and then he went drug across up a hill and allowed himself to be nailed to it. Um, praise God that his plan was perfect and that a resurrected Lord and a living Lord is who we're serving. So Chris, again, this is a topic for on the heels of the St. Anthony's triathlon that's that's a little off the a little sideways or a little out of left field, but I think it's really relevant as we look at that St. Anthony's triathlon that that you just did. Give us an idea of how many volunteers you think were out there to make that event happen, and tell me something that you saw that really prompted you uh, to be thankful or to give thanks for those folks who are out there making that really awesome triathlon uh, a reality for the what four thousand you know participants.
1: Well, I'll tell you one thing that was different for me this year, Bo. And it was a result of, of some of the readings uh, where I was reminded that some of the reasons or two of the primary reasons that we, we don't serve is because we're, we're over-busy and we're self-centered. And because of that realization, I, I said, you know what, i got to get out there earlier this year because I'm usually on the fly. And when you're in that state, you're in a bit of a panic Because at the time, situation, I mean, even before the race, you have to get your equipment set up and you've got to be out of this transition on time. So I purposely got or left my house early, arrived at transition ridiculously early, at least for me. And man, was it a different situation. It was was so peaceful. I was able to engage each of the volunteers and and thank them more personally than, than I have in the past. And I'll tell you something else that happened. Um, you, you may have heard about the swim being canceled. Well, they were starting to make that announcement quite early, like like around um, about 5.15 or maybe it was 5.30 in the morning. Well, the reality is most people end up coming in in, a, in, a, in a, just a massive wave uh, with only 20 minutes uh, prior to transition closing. And transition, for those that don't know, it's kind of a, a fenced area where you're able to to put your bike and the other pieces of, uh, of apparel or footwear that you're going to use throughout the triathlon. So um, anyway, um, a lot of people came in late, and the commotion that happened, and a lot of people just weren't aware of what was going on. So I was able to kind of help you know, quite a few other people and explain to them the new format of the race without the swim. And not that it was that big a deal or that complicated, certainly um, arriving early enabled me to serve in, in just a little way like that. So uh, it was just, you know, we can serve wherever we are if our heart is in the right place. And uh, one of the ways to make sure our heart is in the right place is to take the focus off of self. And just don't be so doggone busy.
0: Well, that's a great place for us to stop, Chris, and to just lift that up. Father God, we just come to you right now. God, for anyone listening to this podcast, uh, Lord, just know that we're seeking you and we're asking you, Lord, to fill us so that when we're presented with that situation that we might be a blessing to somebody else. Lord, help us stop looking for so many self-serving opportunities and give us opportunities, Lord, to give you the glory. God, that through giving and serving, we might actually realize our true purpose and our true potential. God, you said, let anyone who wants to come after me take up his cross and we thank you, Lord, that you carry that cross up that hill. And we thank you, Lord, that while you could have called the angels down and and changed the whole picture, Lord, that you said your father's will and not your own. And we thank you for that. Jesus, we say thank you for showing us the example and washing the disciples' feet. And Lord, Give us that lesson in the Good Samaritan that we might remember that today as we pass by our broken brothers and sisters and hopefully stop to lend a hand. God, thank you for Chris doing this show with us, that he had a great race at the St. Anthony's Triathlon. God, I hope that you were lifted up. And I certainly know that through Chris, with a big smile on his face, folks were wondering, what's different about that guy? And I know Chris is never never a loss of words uh, to share that it's your love through Him and and through us that we might spread the gospel and the truth that is you, Jesus. So we thank you for that, and we lift all these things up. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen, Brother Bo.
0: Man, Chris, I hope you had a great race. I didn't get a chance to download with you, but I did hear that you had some better times uh, than in previous years, and maybe a little bit of that. It goes to not having to have done that swim, but great job on the bike and great job on the run out there. We do look forward to next year. Remember, guys, that the deadline for the opening for registration for St. Anthony's is a very short window. What is it? Come November? December 1st,
1: 9 a.m., Bo. Put it on your calendar.
0: Let's do that, and let's make sure that we get out and have a good race next year together. Uh, that's That's a topic for another show, but um, I did want to mention there may be some upcoming events and stuff that you can check out at 1010wellness.com. Chris is posting all those activities and, and, and fun stuff and 5Ks, and I think uh, Fort DeSoto may have one coming up. Talk to me a little bit about what's on that horizon, and then we'll punch out of here, Chris.
1: Well, bro, we've got a little bit of a lull here. Um race wise I and mean, we've just kind of had a flurry of a, a number of different races between 5k 10k and triathlon not to say that there aren't any races going on there's a uh, a great sprint triathlon in Madeira Beach called the uh, the mad dogs triathlon it's actually quite a, a, a big race I mean I, I think uh, that's well over a thousand people and it's a it's a great race venue' I'm just going to be training some and and I guess the next triathlon that I would um, encourage anybody to do. It's, it's the absolute best first-timers triathlon, and we have enough time at this point to prepare, and that would be the um, Top Gun Triathlon it takes place the first Saturday in August out at the Fort DeSoto Park, uh, just uh, south of St. Pete Beach.
0: Well, let's write it down. The Top Gun Triathlon, hopefully that'll be a 1010 Wellness-sponsored uh, event, if not in a in a corporate way, but in a a presence way. So let's go out and let's make an appearance and let's hope that we can have some, some folks out there that want to serve and want to give their time to the glory of God. So Chris, it's Christacrossamerica.com, creating awareness for ministries and missionaries who are getting it done in local communities. And it's 1010 Wellness. We thank you, Chris, for your vision, uh, for leading folks into healthy lifestyles or activities that they can get excited about. That's going to do it for this week on the Word on Wellness with Chris Hughes. I'm Bo Ellis. And Chris, we thank you for joining us. We look forward to checking in with you guys next week.